bad and bullshit. Welcome to the Bad and Bitchy Podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Barbara. And so we have our misogynists of the week since we are going to take a break for Christmas and we'll be back in January. Don't look for us in the beginning of January, people. It's not going to happen. No. No, not before mid, maybe later. Some of us are just going to take a break. Some of us are going to take a break because we're tired. Um, And delivering consistent, good quality content takes time, energy, and I ain't got none anymore. And 2020 is already opening up with projects for me, which I'm totally (laughs) happy about. Don't get me wrong. But it means work. Yeah, but it's also, I think... It's good work. We are in a place where media is consistent. Like, we're expected to produce things constantly. Yeah. But for us to be able to produce good stuff and be consistent, we also need to take time to rest. That's right. And we're not going to feel guilty about it. No. No. I sure as hell ain't. <laughs> um, We're still going to be on social media and like doing things. By the way, what is your social media coming to think of uh, it? My I- Twitter is NZGIB. So N-Z-I-G-I-Y-E-B. Okay. That's, e- that's easy to find me. Are you on Insta? I am on Insta. Uh, my Insta is Rappel-toi Barbara. Uh? <laughs> Rappel-toi Barbara. Yeah, call me Barbara, but yeah, spell no, it out. it's not call me Barbara. Appel toi Barbara would be call me Barbara. Rappel toi Barbara is remember. It's what? It's kind of okay. This is like my little like. I was like, oh my god, I need to make something. Okay. Like, oh, this was your like little thing. It was my little. Okay, thing. forget. No, so, no, 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 no. So <laughs> my Instagram is basically me reminding myself of like what has been good and important and the highlights for me. That's why my Instagram is that name. Oh, I see. So it's like your it's like a personal, personal diary. It's my personal diary. Okay, gotcha. Although I need to be better about posting stuff. Oh, I don't. don't. <laughs> Instagram is. I don't know like i've 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 gone through like a bit of a growing process with instagram this year in terms of like realizing what i want to post and why i'm posting it so we have a misogynist of the week we have we're gonna give you a double feature today because it's our last of the year of 2020 and i want you all to go back and listen to some of those old episodes and remind yourself of why these people are fuckheads. Um, Do you have any like favorites from this year that you did in terms of misogynist of the week? Uh, Les Moonves from mm. CBS, but I think that was late last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or maybe it's early this year. But when when I got to talk about Janet, mm-hmm. I felt it felt cathartic. <laughs> it was cathartic. It was. Justin Timberlake wasn't this year, I know, but uh, in no, general, it was last year I think. He was he's, when he did the Super Bowl. Yeah, he keeps on giving. Like oh, he's, he he's, he continues to throw black women you know under what? the bus. Women under the bus, by the way. But like, the man is a misogynist. No, but he is consistent in his throwing black women under the bus. Yeah, his misogynoir is very well documented. In fif- like his fifteen years of consistency showed their ass this week as well. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Like you know what? We I know, know you're itching for this one so i told barbara that we're not going to talk about justin timberlake <laughs> because we've talked about a mid nausea and 
also we don't really revisit misogynists of the week however it is the end of the year and i feel like you need your own special (laughs) space my own special space to extol why he is trash again i think for me i'm not even gonna go deep into no it. we're not gonna go deep but we're not I, gonna go you deep need, into it you but you like, you have been talking about this and i'm like it just annoys me give you space he just like take oh. it away it's okay so basically background he was caught some a paparazzo got pictures of him holding hands with a black with his black co-star their i didn't know she was black oh yeah erica didn't know she was black like, i knew there black was a co-star, co-star holding hands they were I holding hands under the table yeah. they were like cozy which i like they weren't even it wasn't honestly the pictures weren't that like it wasn't that like so what are they holding hands for uh, i don't fucking know the man's a married man i have i have questions <laughs> the comment i want to make sure. is justin timberlake <laughs> immediately as soon as he's in trouble throwing the black woman that he was pictured with under the bus what did he say he basically um had an ios press release release uh and was an like, ios press release yeah like a- oh yeah like a instagram that's what i call them ios press releases you know the people who take a note all the celebrities when they have a lot of shit to say okay is this what you call it or is this what it's called oh no it's not what i call okay it, because ios i think is from Mac. Ap- apple yeah, but all like, of them go like to, yeah iphone yeah okay. but that's what that's what i call it okay. because it's like they go into their their apple product oh oh i see their I see. phone so like they're taking the notes, notes app? yeah they go into <laughs> the notes app since when did the notes app become so popular for Yo, like explanations everyone does it especially because like they have a character limit so they're like i have shit to say today so that's what an iOS press release is. Sorry. I, fair, fair. Okay, Vernacular. now I get it. Yeah. I get it. I got it. I got mm-hmm. it. It makes sense. Totally. Go on. So in his iOS press release, he's like apologizing for like behaving in a certain way and going beyond boundaries. But he throws the person he was with under the bus. He doesn't. He, he could have just taken responsibility and kept it at that. Mm-hmm. He literally throws this woman under the bus, doesn't give her any cover, doesn't address the fact that she's being criticized and talked about in the media in a way that is like denigrating and negative. Some people weren't around for Janet's Super Bowl and it shows. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it that was just it. That's yeah. the part that really annoyed me is like, yeah. buddy, like... <sighs> Where is Timbaland? Like, you need to come collect your friends. Timbaland doesn't seem to rock with him. Oh, they do. I do they? Not in public anymore. Yeah, that's what I mean. Not in public. Exactly. He doesn't rock with him in public. No. But behind the scenes, he does. Yeah. Didn't he produce the last piece of pieces of the last album? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. You're you're surrounded by black people constantly well i got questions for those black people to be honest fair okay fair and this is my issue and this is why i keep bringing this up why do you keep holding black people stop inviting people to the cookout who will not stand up for you in public we don't how about that and like he keeps peddling the fact that he's from tennessee and he has southern roots and he has this connection to like black culture i'm sorry is tennessee not racist no I just don't like this guy. But I know. That was my shit. Okay. It's like he, he's, you know what? I'll give it to him. He's been consistent for 15 years. He has. At least we know who he is. We know who he is. Sorry. Him and his I, anti-vaxxer wife. Oh, 
I always forget that she's an ambassador. This woman, I never liked her. You know why? This woman used to stink up fucking movies. I, okay? She's I a terrible actress. She's in. Oh my gosh. I remember when the Prestige and those those magic show movies, the Prestige and something else came out at the same time. I don't know. They had like three magicians movies at the same time. One of them, Jessica Biel was in it and she was terrible. She didn't stink up that movie as much, but her and Ryan, Ryan oh, Reynolds. Oh, she was in Seventh Heaven. <laughs> yes. That's the one she, thing I've seen. That she and, oh, that's another show that's questionable. Seven. That was so bad. Yeah. And, yeah, the guy who played the dad had like multiple like uh, child yeah, abuse offenses. Yeah, pretty bad. And then I'm like, what the? F-? Anyway. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a movie that she's in. Don't. She's terrible. She's yeah. literally terrible. So th- like that's why I had something against her life. My comment was more on like him being. Yes, but thank you. But I do. But I do agree that we should be reminded and. I should be reminded, we should be reminded that um, heteronormative relationships are not necessarily quote unquote norm. Mm-hmm. We need to think outside Re- of the norm. Yes. Like, yes. There's no yes. relationships or relationships. They're complicated. They evolve in different ways yeah. and they exist in different ways. And but the basis for all relationships is trust. Yeah. And, and that, it's the trust part that I was more talking about. And that conversation and that negotiation happens between the people who are in a Fair. relationship. And we, of course, like when people are in the public eye, we feel like we, I just in a love way, laughing. are part of it. Yeah. But we need to be reminded, like, you know what? like It's true. You never know what's going on in somebody on. else's relationship. Like, I don't care how close you are. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. Mm-hmm. And I totally agree with that. Okay. So let's move on to our, our first set of misogynists. So our first set of misogynists is, I could say it's Simon Cowell. But I would say it's, okay, fine, this should... America's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Simon Cowell. And I'm going to include Jay Leno and Terry Crews. And so that's our first set of misogynists. I could put Jillian Huff in there too. Sure. I'll put a white woman in there <laughs> in a heartbeat. Um, Do you want me to get back Actually, remember. No, I remember Julianne Huff. She's, She's blackface. Yeah. Blackface. She did Julian. blackface. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's her. Yes. That's her. Because I never forget a fucking blackface. And let me tell you <laughs> something. If you think that I'm not going to remind everybody about our prime minister in blackface, you really don't know me. Carry on. <laughs> Carry on. Because um, I know so. this is something that you were itching to talk about with good reason. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. So this has been bugging me all week. Um and uh, so just a recap about, in case you haven't heard, uh, last week, uh, America's Got Talent is a show that's been on the air for a couple of years. A show I don't really watch, have no interest in. But basically, they have multiple people. I don't know who watches this show. I have no idea. Is this I the, don't know how so this is this been different going from the some. one with, um, what's his name, that and Adam Levine asshole? Yeah, that's The Voice. Oh. Okay. <laughs> there's America's Got Talents. There's The Voice. There's uh, there's another one, uh, The X Factor. But The X Factor is bigger in the UK than yeah, it is it's like. A UK show. But they tried to make it in a thing I in know. the US. It's but the same thing they did going. with Love Island, and look how that turned out. Ew. Okay, so tell us about uh, what the happened. shitty assholes at 
America's Got Talent, Talent. which is not the same as the X Factor, but it's the same. It's, it's not the same as a voice. Basically, what goes on with America's Got Talent, people come on with X amount, whatever talent they have, and they have four a panel of four judges, and they tell them, yay, you're cool, you're good, you pass on to the next round, and they compete until they have a winner. I don't really know what they win. I've never really seen anyone come out of America's Got Talent, but it is something that has been on the air for a while, and they they keep this is where middle it. america fucks up ratings you know i know like it's one of those things like i don't understand how it's still there People but are it like, is hollywood isn't for middle america the fuck it ain't it is everything it totally it is, is and don't tell america. me about coastal elites either because um, all i see is this shit you know what i'm glad yeah. this is why i'm glad i don't have cable this week, America's Got Talent announced that Gabrielle Union and Julian Huff were not going to be returning as uh, judges for the next season of America's Got Talent, despite their contracts not being up and their popularity on social, me- so- social media and the show. Like, they were really popular judges because they have a strong social media following and they just give good ass comments. I want Gabrielle Union to tell me if I'm doing well or if I'm not, she'll be great at telling me how to do better. After the, so the initial announcement was kind of like, oh, this is weird. But uh, people kind of were like, okay, this is not un, um, expected from Americans Got Talent because they have kind of a reputation for cycling out female judges. Oh, interesting. And they seem to be cycling out young female judges. Like they just keep getting younger and have a bigger social media following. Oh, this is so, so one transparent. Of the, yeah, it's, it's extremely transparent. So one of the things they brought on uh, Gabrielle Union for, it was like she has a very strong social media following. Um, she's like, I think she would have been a great judge regardless. But one of the big things that she had in her contract is she had to post on social media constantly about this stuff. Um, and Julian Hoff is also like social media, like very well, like pretty well-known figure, blah, blah, blah. Blackface blackface for us but like for most white folks she's just like a good dancer and she has a brother who dances with her so after the initial announcement came out it also came out that gabrielle union had been ousted for being for and branded as difficult by the agt team and the reason that they were branding reasons with an s they were branding her difficult were that she pointed out so jay leno was a guest uh judge on one of the shows and she pointed out that one of her his um in his guest appearance he made a joke that was racist about korean people and she called him out on it and was like no that's inappropriate you don't say that um and she was reprimanded for that another thing that happened was gabrielle gab i call her gab because i love her uh gab union was um she got several comments about her hair uh, being told by producers that it was too black and that her changing hairstyles would confuse the audience. That was an actual note by producers. Yeah, I do. And as a res- as a result, Black Twitter uh, yeah. posted a bunch of... I can't remember the, the hashtag. It's Black Hair Challenge. Black Hair Challenge. So Black Twitter, uh, in support of Gabrielle Union, and let me just remind people that Black people um are overrepresented on twitter and instagram so that's why you get a lot of maybe not yeah we are no we're just funnier no 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 we're overrepresented really okay so in other words the proportion of black users is larger than the proportion of black people to the population 
Okay. So it may because be twenty five. Sure. Well, it's whatever. It's it's for whatever reason. Like black people love to talk. Yeah. <laughs> like at the end of the day. Yeah. Like we're taught to talk but about yeah, no, our. That's the hashtag is really beautiful to see and like yeah, as it's very who, beautiful. Like oh, also mm-hmm. uh, a short um, by Matthew Cherry on black hair. Okay. Um, it is called. I'm going to get the name in a second. But um, that was released. Uh, Hair Love. Hair Love. I hadn't heard about it. Hair Love is a, it's an animated short. And you can go, it's a five minute animated short film that centers around the relationship between a black father and his daughter Zuri and her hair. Oh, why have I heard of this? Because it's all over Twitter. Oh. And it's all over Instagram and people are loving it. If you go to matthewcherry.com, mm-hmm. this is the guy who um who who he had a Kickstarter to raise funds for it. That's Remember why that? I heard about it. Remember yeah, that? There was a Kickstarter. And so he did a Kickstarter and then he made it and now it's basically gone viral. Oh. Um but just type in hair love Matthew Cherry. You can go to MatthewCherry.com and it's there. Or you could just type it in, yeah, just Google, Google it, it and you'll find it. So I just wanted to put that out there. That's go on. So cute. Um so that was one of the notes she got from producers. She was also she got into the habit of asking performers what their preferred pronouns were. Yes, I heard about that. And that was... dare she? That was consistently cut from the show, so it was never aired. And she got a note about it. She also complained about uh, Simon Cowell's treatment of staff and particularly his habit of smoking indoors, which reminding everyone that that is illegal but he doesn't care because it's he's been there and he's, I think, one of the producers. Well, that's, that's what power looks like. Exactly. Um, but I, I, complained yeah. about it because it had gone to a point where it was affecting not only her health, but the health of other staffers. But she's allergic to smoke. Yeah, she's allergic to smoke. And she had smoke, a yeah. bronchial, like, bronchitis, chronic bronchitis, particularly because of his smoking. Mm-hmm. So let's let's also put out there that this is a man who's putting his co-worker's health at, at risk. risk. Because he cannot be But bothered. she got the message that she's difficult. Yeah. Okay. They, not only that, and she, there was, at one point there was um, a young black performer who uh, was doing really well, but the judges wanted to eliminate the producers were kind of encouraging the judges to get rid of them and uh oh is that the kid yeah the kid that was branded as like not being able to be marketable yeah and gabrielle kind of like was like no no she stood up for the kid she stood up for the kid and uh got so this was also included in being branding her as difficult Mm -hmm. um so the story the there's a the the breaking story was with variety Mm -hmm. um just kind of exposing all of the stuff in the background Mm -hmm. and then it's kind of grown as we learn more information about what happened in the background right um so there are some really good pieces it's it's a continuing story right now Mm -hmm. but i think for me like yes there's like the part about her hair and hair still being political Mm -hmm. and someone who is at Gabrielle's union's level is still getting notes about her fucking hair. Yeah. Like, can we 
not (laughs) and it's also infuriating as like a person who has grown and had to learn to love her hair in the past like couple of years and like going from someone who like I used to chemically straighten my hair learning to take care of my natural hair and like I've always had protective hairstyles and that's always been part of my life but that not being that's still being seen as unprofessional well white women apparently can wear our hairstyles any which way they want to and be fine and that's privilege so that's white privilege right there is that is that we're not permitted to buy the white power structure to wear the hair that naturally grows out of our head think about that shit but when a white woman decide like i saw a white girl with braids in the liquor store and i just gave her a funk ass look because i was not here for it and you know what oh my gosh and dreads are another one you could call me what you want to but i know what happens when you walk into workplaces like that as a black woman you You are sent home remember that or maybe you don't remember but even in here in Canada, there was a Jack Astor story mm-hmm. where um, a black woman came into hair w- or work with her hair in braids because for whatever reason, yeah. well, whatever, who, who needs a reason and was sent home uh, really? because, yeah, because her hair wasn't laid down properly. By the way, that shit is damn to like me, destructive to our hair by the way uh, um yeah. but also like i to me i've always seen braids as so fucking beautiful like braids to me are like when i have braids on you can't tell me nothing but braids are black yeah well they're black blackity black <laughs> like blackity black just yeah. like dreads blackity black like there's yeah. no oh well you know like there's no confusion as to how how black and the fact that black women and hair is about power and control absolutely um mp selena wrote a beautiful piece about this actually in teen vogue i believe no but she also about this whole gabrielle union thing i believe it was in no, was it's it in, in Refinery Vogue? 29. Refinery 29, you're right. It wasn't in Teen Vogue. It. My bad, yes. And it I was, posted that. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a great piece. Because I haven't it read it yet. <laughs> See, it's like good. I said, no, I, you, I will read you, it. You but just, yeah, yeah. There's some people who are consistently good. Like, I yeah. have, like, consistent aunties. Gab Union is one of them, and MP Selena is one of them. Like, yeah. They're just, like, they're consistent aunties. Like, they... And, like... They're there. And to be fair, I always saw... MP to me MP Selena was that was that lighthouse mm-hmm. yeah like when I was in the public service it was that lighthouse that okay you are experiencing this too yeah. at your level because uh, you know for some reason I, I it's part of respectability politics that we believe we're we're trying to be respectable so we get to a certain level well, where we, we gain enough power yeah. so we don't have to deal with this shit and that's why respectability politics is bullshit is because yeah. we will always deal with this. Yeah, I know. So MP Selena wrote a really nice piece in Refinery29 about like the, the, the constant struggle of being a black woman in the public face and or not even in the public f- space, but moving in public spaces mm-hmm. and having your hair being such like hair politics. Yeah. Hair politics is very real. Yeah. And is such a big thing for people who have to live through it every single day. That's why the Afro emoji that's coming is very important. Yeah. And so if I see a white person with an Afro emoji, I will just be like, seriously, you know, it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. And that's the thing. Like, it's it's that 
you know, I mean, when you are somebody who grows your hair naturally out of your head and it is told to you by people who cannot grow that hair mm. that is not quote unquote professional looking yeah. um professional and fit by the way are just ways of keeping people out it's just it's just it's sanctioned discrimination yeah. um but but white women who wear that same hairstyle are paid and lauded for it i have a problem then no white people shouldn't be wearing braids i'm sorry yeah, we're not going to into that. And we're not even debating. Un- unless thing. unless there's some equity that I just missed. No. Okay. I think there's... So after this whole stuff got out, um, so when they basically were like, hey, bye. Um, another piece that was really annoying to me is you mentioned him earlier, Terry Crews. Oh, right, right, right. So Terry <laughs> Crews is the host. You're going to get me in trouble because I'm going to shit on some black people again. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, Terry Crews is uh, the host of America's Got Talent. Mm. So he's part of he's not part of the judging, but he's a host and he's been part of the same team. Uh, when it was announced that Gab Union had left his tweet and his only comment on this whole fucking story mm-hmm. has been, oh, my God, good luck on your future endeavors. XOXO Terry Crews basically he sent out a tweet being like it was so great working with you you're such an amazing person I hope you good luck for your future project so he has his own inner Becky that just he basically he he did like what we all do kind of classically to the coworker that we don't really talk to and don't really care about uh good luck on your future endeavors like he, yeah. good luck on your future endeavors to her um this is particularly frustrating to me because when Terry Crews came out a couple of years ago, no, last year, I think, if I'm correct, last year, oh, was it this year? Oh, my God. This no, year. no, I it was feel last like year. it was last, it was year, last year because it was around the R. Kelly thing. Yeah. So when he came out last year, it was with, it was a year ago. Actually. It was a year ago mm-hmm. when he came out last year as part of the Me Too movement, talking about his uh, encounters with abusers in Hollywood. Encounters with abusers is not the right term, but like his personal experience of a yeah, sexual assault with abusers yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah with sexual assault yeah. and vi- being feeling violated within the industry the people who came for him the most were black women and this is not just me saying it he said it too he mm-hmm. said he did say that after when the when everything was out the people who protected me the most and who were there for me the most were black women and one of the people who was consistently supportive of him and I mean cons- consistently was Gab Union. Gab Union genuinely was like, you know what? We got you. No oh, I know she happens, was. Oh, I know you. she was. Speak your truth. We will support you. We're going to be here for you. But isn't this typical of black men, though? And that's, We cape for them, but they don't do shit for us. And that's the part that was really frustrating. So like, speaking of dating... I know, like there's no, there's no, there's no win-win situation Terry here. Who's married to not a black woman, and I, yes, that matters <laughs> in this in this context. It that matters because I know there's some diehard interracial relationships will save the world out there. People no. who are just idiots of privilege, in my opinion, but I know that 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 somehow is out there, and, and people don't understand that 
like interracial relationships a lot of times are just manifestations of our internal shit yeah but also like relationships are relationships and 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 you just said relationships are relationships like i always like it's always one of those things that like we have to talk about being conscientious like because okay for those who don't know for a lot of for a lot before um interracial relationships were i guess sort of acceptable i to some they're still not so i don't know what to say (laughs) um they um black men used to like you would hear black women say that oh he's color struck Mm. and you you know what color struck no i'd never heard that term it means it means that he likes his women light-skinned oh yeah so i mean yeah the brown paper bag test the whole that anything anything like like some there's a big there was there's a there's 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 still there still is a big um, like like color color, colorism colorism within black communities i think also like other communities of color is still very prevalent and like is a bigger conversation the last time i talked about being color struck on or some or or colorism yeah like i i had to say a lot of indian Mm -hmm. culture like asian cultures indian cultures like southeast asian like basically anywhere brown Mm -hmm. that has been touched by white so basically anywhere yeah um that is one of the um remnants of white supremacy white supremacy colonialism slavery it's colorism so the brighter it's the proximity to whiteness yes that's but i think it exists everywhere it exists everywhere i can tell you from growing up in in east africa it exists very Very much much exists even that we have terms for like um so like there's light skin and there's like dark skin, but we have a term for people in the middle even. Okay. What's the term for people, people in it's the middle? In my language, uh-huh. so it means like between two skins. Oh, interesting. Between the two, right? Oh. Basically. Um, what do we have? Like there's like such a code that you're able, <laughs> Oh my God, I sound terrible. There's such codes Same thing in Jamaica codes for like each, like even a gradient yeah is like and it's and yeah. it's part of conversation and commentary it's part of economic and social and political Absolutely. structure like i don't know where like there is no place that white supremacy has not touched and no, colonialism has not touched well, there's some places in the amazon where there's some communities who haven't necessarily we don't we, they haven't had contact okay with, fair but lucky them lucky them <laughs> but they're also like we're we're starting to encroach on those communities and unlucky the territories them and mm. it's gonna happen yeah but um coming back to terry cruz not even even like it's been a couple of days that this story came out i think I have to contrast Terry Crews' behavior and Dwayne Wade's behavior. Yes. Dwayne Wade is Gabrielle Union's uh, partner. They've been together for a long while. Like he's a famous basketball player. He just retired from the ND- NBA this year, um, and he has been like the beacon of a supportive partner and just like calling out the bullshit. And like, I think Gab Union hasn't spoken much about things like she hasn't really been on social media posting about things right uh she's like made like a small few things like about forgiveness and how do you ask for forgiveness and like tweeted like thank you for like the support because of like 
there's been an outpouring of support for her because like when one of us is in trouble we are there for them and like i feel like that's been really great but what's really contrasting is Dwayne Wade's behavior like response and like him caping for his partner yeah and like how he's like they are to me honestly they are a very strong example of what a healthy relationship looks like but we don't know their relationship. We don't know what happens behind the scenes. Okay. But what we have seen publicly is something. Look at Al Green. Al Green looks to beat the shit out of his wife. Fair. And like doing Wade in the past, like he was unfaithful to Gab Union. I don't know if you know this. Yes, I do know this. <laughs> and like they've been very open about that. But yeah. like Gab Union has been one of like when I call her an auntie that I like love and admire is like I have some real love and respect for Gab Union. Like she was very open about her struggles with um conceiving a child and like surrogacy like a lot of times when we talk about celebrity surrogacy we think of kim kardashian but for me the example that was most like touching and beautiful to see was gab union gab union's like path to motherhood has been so difficult and i have so much love for her and respect for her she also talks about her rape too yeah yeah when she was um when she was working and the younger like she's been like when I like and that's in the context that she talked about in her support for Terry Crews like she was like telling her story one more time uh she has been super supportive of her stepson being out and queer as a young black guy kid oh really yeah oh and like Dwayne and Gab have been super supportive of him and like are not are not afraid of posting family pictures where he is outwardly challenging gender roles and being uh trying to set it as something that is not exceptional mm-hmm. and i've like um, yeah. my heart is just like bleeding love oh uh, i love her too so i, I, I'm, I have, I'm a big like, fan since bring it on i have like deep i also need to know what her skincare routine is listen isn't she like she is she's the same age as that like weird british royal family member who criticized Meghan markle and who wore a racist brooch oh they're really? the same fucking age shut up they're the same age how and is that e- well well you know when you're being, shitty on the inside comes you. out on your face no amount uh, of moisturizer can help that no and yeah. Like, Gab Union just has, like, you know, like, she just has some solid, solid points. But it was, like, a real contrast between Terry Crews and Dwayne Wade and their behavior. And to me, those were two things. Like, that was a big contrast. And then, on top of that, Jillian Huff was also fired at the same time as uh, Gab Union. Her initial response was to be quiet and then when she was asked she was like actually she she did uh, Uh i don't know if it was an ios statement it was like a statement but basically she was like i love your ios press releases i love it no you're right i've seen that notes app a lot and i'm like apple you may want to upgrade that notes uh, app i hate it i don't know why people started doing this shit because they didn't have enough oh, characters, enough characters. right right that's Go on. why yeah uh but basically um she went on to be like no my departure from agt was um amicable amicable and i'm actually moving on to two new projects with nbc and i'm so excited to work with them and that to me was just like a oh, fuck you're not using but I'm sure she will, when it's convenient for her, she'll be like, I'm a feminist. But so in the, I think yesterday, she was kind of asked about stuff and then she started calling Gab Union courageous. 
That's what white women do, by the way. But I'm like, well, why aren't just you being right so- before they throw you under the but bus? It's like, but to me, it's like, nah, fam. Like, just say you support her, and like, be okay with incurring the risk that you're not gonna be uh, with NBC. It's that word courage. That's the thing. Is See, like, it's that she word. has made a choice that you know this contract with NBC is more important than her doing yeah. the right thing. But how many people make that choice every day? All the fucking time. All the fucking time. We, a Which lot is, of us have to make a choice to compromise a lot of our ethics and values to be in a certain position. Yeah. So those two things were really like bugging me hard. Yeah. Uh, in conclusion, the NBC had a meeting with Gap Union this week. Tuesday. Um, Tuesday five fucking hours five hours did uh, they serve her lunch like, I hope I hope like that's her. the least they could do but basically they came out of that meeting nothing really much has come out of that meeting other than they're gonna start an investigation so NBC has an official investigation oh that's why Simon Cowell lawyered up exactly but there's also a really scathing response by the Time's Up organization yep. and I would recommend reading that because it kind of lays down what it, why all of this is so problematic and so we will see you in 2020 <laughs> before this becomes a topic that we keep talking about out so we'll see you next year uh definitely second half of january because the first half of january is not gonna work it's not working for me either yeah we're just we're just gonna take a little bit of time because we value our health and well-being yeah no i just said like not before mid-january exactly yeah we love y'all but we'll be online though we'll be around we'll be online y'all know where to find me because y'all find me it's it's easy (laughs) to find us it's pretty easy to find us where barbara's a little bit incognito i'm not incognito i'm just saying me like my name is just the same on everything i just haven't been super active lately because like i've taken a step back to make sure that i'm good and like solid and on solid footing yeah and i'm gonna come back bigger and badder bitch all right I like that. She's here with no voice, but she's here. Be that bitch in 2020. Okay, y'all. Bye.